Hello, landing page optimization listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash. Next time you browse through iTunes or the Google Play Store on your smartphone, make sure to land on and download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app. Listen to new episodes of LPO every Monday or catch up on all the interviews featuring me speaking with the best and brightest conversion thought leaders of today. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile apps in the iTunes Store or via Google Play today. Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing Page Optimization expert Tim Ash is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome, loyal listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And today, I have a guest from uh, across the pond, as we Yanks like to say. I'd like to welcome my friend and uh, past Conversion Conference presenter, Stephen Pavlovich. Welcome, Stephen. Hi, Tim. How are you doing? Terrific. Uh, Now, you're the CEO of Conversion Factory in the UK, um, uh, broadcasting today from sunny London, not. Um, Tell (laughs) us a little bit about uh, what your company does. Sure. So we do, uh, we just do conversion optimization, nothing else. And we do that for um, all kinds of different industries. So as we like to say, we've optimized and sold everything from uh, toilets to gold bullion. Um, and we work with all kinds of different companies ranging from people who are just getting started in optimization or who have maybe done a little bit before through to companies who have teams of t- 10, 20, 30 people who are focused on optimization and need additional support and resource. Well, terrific. And then you, know, you can combine the, my love of uh, gold and bathrooms together by optimizing the <laughs> toilet. I think that's the advanced level of optimization we're talking about, right? Exactly. So I think we even actually say on our on our website that we we don't optimize the two on the same website, but there's always room for that, yes. We can dream. <laughs> Okay. Well, yes. There's always hope. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Um, you know. So you you work with um, some some larger companies like, like we do as well. And I find that most of my time with our larger clients is involved in uh, what I like to call creative massaging uh, or politics. Is mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about the process of conversion optimization uh, when sure. there are lots of stakeholders involved. Um, what are the Kind of a, a couple of common problems that you see organizationally that keep conversion optimization from taking root at a company. Absolutely. So I think for us, often the biggest challenge that we have is that conversion optimization is a relatively new discipline. So I think for for, for people like us who've been doing, who, who've been practicing it for you know, five, ten plus years, it seems relatively old hat. And I think even the, the principles that we use themselves in terms of the copywriting and the design and the psychology principles are literally hundreds of years old. Yeah, timeless. Often, often what, what we find the hardest thing to, to do is to explain to people how conversion optimization works and, and why, they need to, why they need to pay attention to it. And often if we're, if we're talking to a company, we'll find that the people that we're speaking with who might control marketing or might control one um, niche within that, so they might look after paid search, for example, Often those are the people who absolutely get the importance of conversion optimization and they can see um, at the kind of ground level the impact that it has. 
Okay, um, so let's uh, you know, let's let's focus on that. Uh, I mean, it sounds like a common theme we've explored on the show in the past. But how hmm. do you get the attention of people that are not exposed to it? How do you bring them around to your side? Uh, what kind of you know arguments or approaches or uh, ways of engaging with them have you found at work? Sure. So, in in practical terms, the simplest area for us is to do a simple split test that we think will be simple enough that we can execute it quickly, um, but is targeted on one of the primary reasons why people aren't converting. In other words, so that we can set up a test relatively quickly, um, and then within a couple of weeks, we can show them that that simple change on their website has had a 10, 15, 20% impact on their conversion rate. Okay, so you know, so when when most people, you know, you'd say you have ten, fifteen, twenty percent impact. That doesn't sound that impressive. But what I hear you saying is you you need a quick win. It doesn't matter the amount of the win. It's it's just mm. the fact of the win that's important. Is that the idea? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And I I mean I would personally argue that for a lot of companies, and, and we we work with companies who, you know, some of them have revenues um, of sixty, seventy million dollars per year purely online, right, right up to mm-hmm. 10, 20 times that. And so to a lot of them, you know, if you get a, a 10% lift, that can often be, mean multi-million dollar increases. Right, right. And I, and I didn't mean to minimize that. So I mean, <laughs> I'm assuming part of the formula is that uh, you then tell them how much money you made, right? Totally. I think it's, I mean, we like to look at it on, in, in three different levels. So on the one hand, if you increase your conversion rate 20% through to sale, then you can expect the revenue to increase 20% as well. But I think for a lot of the clients that we work with, and this is we, um, we explain to them, the impact is actually way beyond that. Because if, you know, if they wanted to get a 20% increase in sales, then they could just spend um, that much more on pay search, for example. The difference between doing that and doing conversion optimization, getting that 20% lift, is there's no... Um, equal increase in, in cost, as in they don't have to spend more on traffic to get that, to get that extra sale. So often, you know, if you get a 20% lift through spending more on traffic or through conversion optimization, the profit in each of those increases is going to be massively different. Yeah, I think that uh, you know, you're, uh, that's something that I talk about in my book. I have a whole section mm. on calculating the value of a conversion rate improvement. depends, of course, on your business model. But you bring in a mm. key point, which is that it's not standard accounting, but for our purposes, yeah. driving the traffic and the cost of traffic acquisition is really a sunk cost. So on an incremental totally. conversion, you have much higher profit margins and a disproportionate increase in profits. Exactly. So, And I think even one level beyond that, would be if if someone's conversion rate increase increases ten twenty fifty percent often they will know that there are a whole load of keywords that they aren't bidding on in PPC for example because they're just not profitable and often these are the the keywords that get a, a high volume of traffic they're the kind of broader keywords that if they were profitable they could get they could increase their their paid traffic ten x overnight for example but they don't have the ROI to do that. But right, so like really, that. it's kind of a multiplicative effect. You have cheaper traffic, exactly. uh, you have making higher profit margins on your current traffic, but also a lot of new traffic now becomes ROI positive. So you're also increasing your scale. Exactly so. Exactly so. And we we see that happen with every client, uh, every client that we work with. Where, and it's it's obviously not just limited to to paid search. Like um, one of our clients, they 
did a lot of work in affiliate marketing. So a lot of their revenue came from affiliates. And as soon as your competitors' affiliates see that, that you'll, get a, you'll give them a, a better um, EPC, earnings per click, um, sending to, to your account because you've got that much higher a conversion rate, then you'll start to basically steal your competitors' affiliates as well. So you're not just limited to that initial 20% lift. It goes way beyond that. Yeah, you're right. I've um, actually keynoted at, at the Affiliate Summit and spoken there for many years. And uh, I can mm. tell you from a past life as a super affiliate uh, <laughs> that uh, we're, we're all just whores. Um, and I mean that in the <laughs> nicest possible way. You know, but basically, like you say, you go to the highest bidder. So if there's traffic totally. that we can aim at your website or someone else's, if we make more money off of you, it's kind of like all the good super affiliates will go to the highest performing offer in, in a particular area. Absolutely. Uh, okay, well, let's, let's explore that a little bit more um, in terms hmm. of who should uh, – how you make the case, I guess, for uh, – you know, so you say do a quick test – Make a, a win, quantize mm. that, uh, report it, socialize it, um, and then I guess what I'd like to uh, to see is um, how do you actually get the attention of the higher ups after that, or what's what's the typical next step? How do you grow that or expand that into the organization? Yeah, normally the the next step for us is to say if we can get an X percent lift just by you know, working with all of these restrictions in place, you know, companies normally say, oh, you can't work on our registration form because that's owned by this other company or that's locked down. So we would say if we can get a 20% lift just by working on this one small part of your sales funnel, imagine what we could do if we worked across the entire lot, the whole thing, and had basically free reign. So normally it comes down to us working in partnership with the people in-house to go higher up to the position where we can, can get the authority to... Um, to start in those bigger tests. Okay, now is that something that you kind of negotiate ahead of time or something that mm. you do after the fact? In other words, do you say, hey, if we can get you, if you uh, win, a win in this test, will you give us more room to maneuver? Or is it just, here's the result and we're bringing it to you in hand and now give us room to maneuver? We normally do a combination of the two. So we don't, we, don't, we kind of work, not exactly in secret, but the, the people on working in-house um, on the conversion project, they will normally have this in mind that we'll get this one and then we'll go after the, the bigger prize. So even though they might not reveal it to their superiors within the company straight away, that's always going to be the intention for, for both them and for us because they're the kind of, I don't know, like a renegade unit within the client side. You know, they're kind of <laughs> fight, fighting against the way that it's, um, it's normally been done in the past and they can see the opportunity. So we, you know, we kind of agree the game plan and then we get the results, and then we can we can scale it from there. All right. Well, after the break, when we come back, I'd like to explore kind of scaling that and rolling out the full program and prioritizing projects. So stay with us. We'll be back in two minutes after break and a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate display media or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. 
Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G, digital.com. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Affiliate Buzz, on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And today I'm talking with Stephen Pavlovich, the CEO of Conversion Factory in, in London. Uh, and Stephen, before the break, we were talking about you know, how to get that initial entry point into, the, into a company and how to convince them to, that conversion optimization is a good thing. Okay, so now we've had a win. Um, yep. Let's talk next about the typical range of follow-on activities. What do you actually recommend doing for a client or how do you typically engage and what do you do for um, you know, is it is it testing is it uh, usability studies is it uh, you know, I, I don't know you tell me sure so the the focus is always to to do the testing obviously if if we're doing conversion optimization um, that's going to be the the basis of everything that we do the thing that we find is we want to be testing intelligently so we don't want to kind of start testing on day one and you know throwing up random ideas onto the website in the hope that you know some of them will stick we'll have a pretty good success rate if we do that but we find that we'll get a significantly higher success rate as well as much bigger lifts if we spend normally up to the first four weeks or so of the project doing uh, what we call an, an insight phase which is when we try to understand Firstly, where the opportunities are on the website. Secondly, what the, the visitor profile is. In other words, who we're trying to convert. Uh, and then three, obviously, the, the solutions themselves. So we, we start to uh, prioritize the, the tests that we're going to run. 
Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about each of those in turn. So mm. finding the opportunities on the site, understanding your visitors, and prioritization. Sure. To walk us through that. Okay, so if we start with the first one, which is finding the opportunities on the website, the first and the, the kind of simplest step to run is to look at the sales funnel across the entire website. So to see how they're acquiring visitors, what uh, what traffic channels they have, and then to explore the sales funnel as it progresses. In other words, we look at literally every step that people will go through. So if it's um, software as a service, for example, then we will look at the email marketing that is involved in that. We won't just look, you know, we won't just focus on one landing page, for example, and leave it at that. We'll look at the entire sales funnel from acquisition to lifetime customer value. And what we've found, especially with clients who have a slightly lower volume of traffic, mm-hmm. is that we'll need to to break it down according to the steps within the funnel that's, um, and the, the volume of traffic that each step gets and the conversion rate from that point towards the ultimate goal. Okay, so basically you open up the funnel from the top down where you have the most mm-hmm. action. So by the time you're working on the bottom of the funnel, hopefully you have a little bit more traffic. Exactly so, yeah, exactly so. Because that means we know that the one of the important things in terms of how we get results for the client is the length of time that it will take to run a test. And two of the, the primary factors that determine how quickly the test will run will be the volume of traffic that's going to it and the current conversion rate. Right, or the, the how much better your new ideas are. Hopefully. Totally, yeah. exactly. But so if you, you know, sometimes if you're talking about changing the size of the font in the footer text, uh, I can tell you it's not going to really move the needle too much. But if you're doing exactly. a radical whole page redesign, um, it's either going to fail or succeed spectacularly, but it'll rarely perform exactly the same. Exactly so. And so when we're when we're looking at the sales funnel, we want to try and find where are the which which parts of that sales funnel are we going to be able to test rapidly? You know, obviously the last thing that you want to do is start a split test and then find it's going to take 180 days to run, for example. So we want to see where are the high opportunity parts of the sales funnel from a uh, from a volume of traffic point of view, as well as where are we losing people. So where are the biggest opportunities from a from a pure uh, conversion point of view? Okay, so let's. But you mentioned that you you look at all the touch points, the whole user experience, mm-hmm. from yeah. just initial contact to the ongoing communication with the client. So why is that important? I mean, most uh, website optimizers will just say, "Well, this is landing page optimization. I'm just going to look at yeah. the landing page." Totally. I mean, the way that we look at it is, uh, if if we take conversion optimization as a whole, our, our goal is to increase the conversion rate. And normally the, the goal that the, the client cares about most of all is, is their bottom line. And we find that for some clients, um, we can often see a bigger increase in their revenue by optimizing further down the funnel. So, for example, we worked with a, a finance client, and one of the focuses of our testing initially was not actually getting people to open an account with them, but it was after people have opened an account, getting them to then deposit and start funding and investing. So our, our focus is always across the entire sales funnel. We see where can we add the uh, the most amount of value. Yeah, and so, I, I agree with you. I, I th- I've said at Conversion Conference uh, here recently in Boston that we really, as conversion optimizers, need to become business analysts and start speaking totally. the language of money. And the this this people in the C-suite care about one thing, and they only talk money. So uh, yeah. you need to speak their language, and uh, not just your. Well, I, I increased this landing page 
conversion by 17%. Well, mm. what does that mean for our bottom line, right? Exactly so, exactly. Because our, our priority was always to see where we can get the, the quickest impact on revenue, whether, you know, regardless of where that comes in the funnel. You know, it might, might even be that the, the, the biggest opportunity is you know, getting expired members of a SaaS business to come back, for example, as opposed to kind of getting more people in at the top of the funnel. Yeah, and um, well, and one thing though that I want to question a little bit here is that you, you talk about the, the fundamental tool, if you will, of conversion rate optimizers is testing. Um, but when we get into issues like this, uh, what we find is you know we do a lot of um, kind of architectural blueprints, if you will, for mm-hmm. high converting websites as well as testing, as well as knowledge transfer. Those are kind of our, our practice areas. Um, so you know, what we find is a lot of times what's broken is the the business model itself that you're yeah. trying to do the wrong ask or too early in the process <laughs> or you know instead of asking for the have a salesman call me maybe you should have a white paper download for people in the early stages exactly and so on. So. Um, so how do you tell a client that their business model is up? <laughs> it's a that's a good question. It's a difficult point to raise because obviously you need. You need a lot of trust from the client, and we've had we've had clients that we work with basically say to us, say to us on day one, um, I know you've got a job, uh, I know you've got a job to do, but we don't want you screwing around with our website, which puts you in an awkward <laughs> position. Like yeah, if you start yeah, fix our business without touching anything meaningful, exactly, exactly. It's kind of um, you're starting from a losing position. So I think we absolutely come up against that. Um, uh, I would say in probably. Only to fifty percent of the of the projects that we work on, we we change some fundamental component of the business, either what they're selling or how they're selling. Right, the staging, the pricing, the offer set, those kind of yeah. things are all should be on the table, ideally, to, totally. to get the best results. So you get, you're in effect, you're experimenting with their business model. Absolutely, exactly, and I think, and I think we that, that's absolutely the right thing to do. I think we should be doing that. Um, difficulty is obviously you need a lot of trust from the client to be able to do that and um, I'm sure regardless of the position you're in it's always going to be tricky to you know if, if they've been living and breathing their business for you know one five ten twenty plus years it's going to be hard for them to accept the um, the recommendation from someone who is you know, new to the business or has been working on on their account for a matter of weeks that they should that they should change that yeah, you know, I can speak to that directly. We just, uh, it's kind of top of mind for me. We had a client that sells kind of expensive um, uh, consumer item, um, you know, kind of in the 1000 to $3,000 range. And, hmm. um, you know, they're selling them direct. They're the manufacturer on the website. Uh, and we repositioned it so that, the, that, so that people in the early stage will download a buying guide. Hmm. And um, you know, which means that they can communicate with them by email, nurture them, and bring them along. And they basically take all their competitors out of the competition because they're the only yeah. ones that got that email address. Uh, but our client launched a new site, and they said, well, here, here's last week with our old site. Here's this week with the new site. And look, yours isn't performing better. I said, well, wait, you, where's the part where you're going to nurture them with email for several weeks <laughs> before you see the results? Yeah. yeah. Um, let's uh, you know, talk a little bit about uh, you know, prioritization, though. So as you're working sure. on projects um, in the next kind of minute or so, if you could tell us how to um, kind of figure out what to focus on now that you're deeper sure. into it. 
Prioritization, it, for us, it's quite a big topic because, um, and it might be worth us coming back to the, after the break. For us, the, the focus of prioritization is obviously to d- deliver the, the biggest wins as quickly as possible. And the likelihood is that we're going to be testing across multiple parts of that sales funnel. So we might be doing the landing page as well as you know the follow-up email, for example, as well as maybe two or three other parts like the checkout as well. So we'll want to see how we can do as much testing focusing on the high-priority tests, so the ones that are going to have the biggest impact on the conversion rate, whilst testing diff- what we call different levers. In other words, if, if you're doing a test that focuses on trust, for example, you don't want to do three different tests on, on trust at the same time across three different areas of the website, because then if that principle doesn't work for you, if it doesn't work for the client, then you've lost kind of three times over. So we look at the... We would aim to, tr- to test three completely different hypotheses across multiple areas of the website. Okay, so kind of don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, we're going to revisit that after the break uh, and uh, explore a little bit uh, your pugnacious tendencies. I understand you you like to (laughs) kick the crap out of people with your knees and elbows. Is that right? Well, don't tell me yet. We'll come back in two minutes and we'll explore that uh, here on LPO, Landing Page Optimization and Martial Arts. More LPO, Landing Page Optimization in just a moment. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Come visit us at AdTech New York, booth number 738. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Hold on to your white hat or... Black Hat, WebmasterRadio.fm is ready to take you behind the backlinks. We're digging and scraping past the surface of everyday news and views of search engine marketing and dropping our proverbial anchor text on the important issues affecting the industry with our panel of search engine insiders. Behind the backlinks. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. 
on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, landing page optimization, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And my guest this week is uh, Stephen Pavlovich, CEO of Conversion Factory in the UK. Uh, Stephen, so I understand that um, you've had some pretty intense experiences during your uh, martial arts career. Tell us about that side of yourself. So this is going back quite a few years now. Um, so after between school and university, I got into, uh, into martial arts a little bit. And that culminated with me in my 20s spending a little bit of time in, uh, in Thailand training in one of their uh, Muay Thai kickboxing camps. So it was probably one of the most um, draining, both physically and mentally, periods of my life. But it's, um, as I'm sure you know yourself, it's ex- extremely good training. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I have huge respect for, for the Muay Thai guys uh, and it's it's all about knees and elbows and head clenches. Uh, just that's that's why I shave my head. Actually, it's not because my wife likes it, but because when I'm sweaty, try getting your hands on me. <laughs> no, just kidding. I think I know, that could be I, the quote for the, the quote for the session. <laughs> when I'm sweaty, try getting your hands on me. Yeah, I think that's one of those soundbite moments. That will be uh, the uh, the slight tunis tagline from now on. <laughs> Yes, conversion optimization and and uh, sweaty Boy, hands. Um, yes, <laughs> um, it was it was a fascinating time because I think mean, one of the most interesting things for me was um, we were at a, a camp which was close to the border between Thailand and Burma. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the fighters there were um, Burmese kids. So they were normally kind of in their early or mid teens, and they were obviously fighting in a completely different way to. Um, to, to me, as a, a kind of as a tourist, essentially, because they were they were fighting to so that they'd be able to go to Bangkok, win a fight, and win enough money to um, to basically to have a to have a career or to, to be able to make something of themselves and to make something of their um, to be able to support their family as well. Yeah, so a it's a, it's a different motivation. Huh? Totally, and they they often couldn't understand why a lot of the tourists would get a kick out of you know coming in training in a Muay Thai camp for six hours a day when, you know, for them it was kind of a grueling thing that they had to go to or had to, had to go through or felt that they had to go through. Whereas for us, we were kind of, we were basically paying for the privilege and, and doing it more for pleasure. Yeah, well then, you know, this same uh, question applies to people who ride roller coasters and go to horror movies, <laughs> I guess. Uh, all right, well, uh, yeah, when I, we're, we're getting close to our time here. I wanted to just uh, see if you can... Um, share some insights. So we've been talking a lot about the process of conversion rate optimization and prioritization and how to make it work mm. organizationally. So if we had, if you had to leave us off with maybe say three quick tips for someone that's trying to create their own optimization program in-house, what are the, the things to avoid or the things to definitely do? Okay, I will try and come up with three. One of the, the, the best tips that we um, we've been sharing recently is it's a really simple trick to add which is um, on your confirmation page add a simple form whether you embed it in the page or use a tool called Qualaroo to add it dynamically Um, on your confirmation page ask people what was the one thing that nearly stopped you converting we find this to be a ridiculously good measure of 
finding out the main reasons why people might not buy from you, and then obviously getting a, getting a weekly report for that so that you can see whether people are responding to that as you obviously do your split tests. Okay. No, it's so the one thing that's stopping you from converting. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Because often um, that's the one thing that we ask about every client that we work on. That, you know, what is, what's stopping people converting? And, normally, and what, kind of, what kind of answers do you get? Or... It, it obviously ranges massively depending on the site. So for, uh, for an e-commerce site, it might be something as simple as um, you don't have PayPal, but you know, I decided to go with it anyway. For a more complex purchase, like we do a lot of work in, um, with medical and finance clients, and for them, often we see things like, well, I you know, wasn't really sure whether I could trust you entering my personal information, but then I saw X, and X might be you know, a newspaper article or reviews from a third party, and often, oftentimes it's something that's not even on your website. It's something that they found by Googling your brand name, and these are right. obviously things that we can then pull in. Yeah, so unfortunately, uh, I was asking for three tips, but <laughs> I'm afraid we're, we're at our time. If you want to hear more from Stephen Pavlovich, uh, come to the conversion, the next conversion conference in London. That's uh, October 23rd and 24th. If you want, can't get enough of me, uh, then come to Conversion Conference Berlin, where I'll be doing the keynote and the post-conference workshop. That's November 4th and 5th. Uh, and I uh, want to thank my guest, Stephen Pavlovich, and we'll see you guys on the flip side. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.